2: So well, this is an Englishman, an Irishman, and a Scot with me, Susie Mack.
3: and me, Nathan Cason
1: in London, and out in LA, I'm Billy Halpin. Hey guys! Yeah.
3: Hi guys! What's
1: going on?
2: How is everyone? Cool, chilling, man.
1: Ch- um,
3: yeah. I'm good. Good.
2: Any any big news? Any big news this week?
3: I have some uh, some very. Um... We've
2: not heard about it already.
3: No, this is, this is breaking news. Came with sound effects. It's breaking news. So. Uh, I have been writing for a children's CBBC show called uh, Jojo and Grand Gran, I and just found out, literally, just before we, came, before we started recording, one of the scripts that I wrote has been nominated for a uh, World Television Society. Amazing. Yeah,
2: That's amazing. Yeah. That was like a kid's TV year as well. It was like, yay! <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Weird thing is, though, <laughs> BBC didn't tell me. I found out on, on the grapevine on Instagram. So thanks, BBC. Oh, wow. That's so
2: wild. Does that mean you will get to go to the therem? It's ceremony. Ceremony.
3: It's virtual, so no. I don't know if they're gonna send me a link on no. Zoom or something. I don't know, but no, I'll I'll probably be at home playing playing FIFA, and then I will get a text saying, "Oh, did it win? All right, cool. Carry on <laughs> with my life."
1: Ah, uh, do you know who you're up against? I I don't know many kids' shows ever. But...
3: Oh gosh, they uh, They they mentioned it, but I can't remember the names of the shows. One's on ITV, and you're like, you're sure. like I don't care. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't I can- care. This is. As long as I win, that's all I care about. Um, no, um, I, I don't know the other names of, of the shows.
1: Oh, wow. So you would be able to, like, you know they do with, uh, uh, like, um, what's it called, like Oscar a, a no, nominee. They always put in front mm. of their name. Even if you don't get it, you'll be able to put that nominee in front of your name from now on.
3: But will I, though? Because, I mean, even though I wrote the script, it's not my show.
1: So is the show nominated or were you?
2: I'm really confused. No, no, no. The,
3: my, the, the, the,
1: the episode I wrote has been nominated. Okay, so it's you, yeah. So will they read your name out? I have no idea. Would you do the speech?
2: Yeah, would you do the speech?
1: No
3: one's contacted me, so I, I'm guessing not. Yeah, I've, I'm getting ghosted from my own script. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea.
1: Maybe somebody ruined a surprise. Maybe BBC had something big planned for you, but they ruined it for us, for you.
3: Oh shit! In that case, well, I was I I was act surprised like you guys <laughs> two minutes ago.
1: Ah. <laughs> uh,
2: how do you create a children's TV show? Like, like how? Like, how did you get into doing that? We don't know this about you. Well, obviously, I know you're yeah. a stand-up comedian, but we we didn't know that you were like on the side writing kids' TV shows.
3: Well, trust me, I, this wasn't the plan when I started out. So it all came from like doing stand-up. So someone at the BBC see me do stand-up, know that I will talk about my West Indian family, and because the, the kids' show is about a little girl and her West Indian grandma, they got me on board. So like. Can you just you know add some West flavour, you know, add, add some add some seasoning to this very British show? And I was like, yeah, all right, cool. And
2: salt B style. Who? Salt B style. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Salt
3: B. Yeah, I know salt so, right? beef. At first, I thought you were doing that like a like a toupee, like a wig. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> it's like, it's like,
2: what's a toupee? What's
3: A toupee style? What the? <laughs> so what is that about? <laughs> Basically, it's just a, a so a little girl like a, she's three years old, or whatever, and just it's just like her adventures that she has spending time at her grandma's house, and so like this is like a little premise. Like um, the script I wrote was about going to the hairdressers for the first time and how that's like a massive day out and the fun things she has. It's just something for kids to watch. And go, oh yeah, I do that. I want to do that. And it's just yeah, the adventures of a toddler and their grandparent and their relationship.
2: Can you remember going to the the hairdressers for the first time? Can you remember that? Oh gosh. I, don't. Uh, I remember going to the hairdressers and them telling me I had knits.
1: Oh, <laughs> I remember
2: that. You got, what? <laughs> I remember going to, I remember being in the hairdressers probably when I was about five, six or seven, I'd say, because I was in like primary two or three. And I remember being on the, like that, and the woman like took my mom. And she was like, um, Helen, can I speak to you for a, a little minute? Um, just at the back here uh, and she was like obviously told my mum something and my mum was like we're just gonna have to leave now and I was like why is my hair not getting dried like I'm going out the shop with wet hair so they actually just made me leave the shop didn't dry my hair <laughs> so I went home with a wet head and an uncut hair <laughs> and an uncut hair but yeah it was going around my class at the time
3: yeah <laughs> get a scum out of my shop right now
1: yeah yeah <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was quite an upmarket hairdressers as well. Like, I could tell that she was disgusted, but also I was only a little girl, and it happens. It happens to every kid. Well, I don't know if you managed to not get knits, but my school was riddled with knits. What What age, what age were you? About like six or seven. <laughs> like, quite young, I vividly remember that. <laughs> a teenager. <laughs> teenager. But the thing is, my mum used to always say to me, knits only like clean heads anyway, so... Actually, it was because my hair... My follicles on my head were exemplary, actually. you
3: keep telling yourself that? Well,
2: knits yeah. n- don't like people that don't wash their hair. They like nice, clean heads. Did you not... You two must have had knits at one point. Every kid's primary school had knits going about, Sure. No, I
1: remember getting, like, the... The, the
2: leaflet.
1: The, well, I remember the leaflet when, like... Uh, our friends have come to visit the school again or something it was on the leaflet. It would never say, knit. And then it flip over the page and it'd be like this picture of a, like a knit. What? Um, no, I don't know if I ever had, had them. My mum my will tell me I did. But I remember the shampoo. I remember when we used to get the letter oh. getting that, that shampoo and the uh, the smell of it and it burning oh. into your eyes and stuff.
2: I can smell oh. that vividly. Vividly, I can smell that. I can remember that smell.
1: Um, <laughs> and then your yeah, mum had to,
2: like, use a little comb. You get a yeah. little comb and it would get them out and stuff. I mean, I'm quite weird. I like popping spots and stuff, so if I ever have a child, I'll probably be right into that knit, knit comb thing, getting them out and stuff. Oh, that'll be really satisfying. I watched Dr. Pimple Popper for fun, right? That's disgusting. That's who I am.
3: Very weird person, Susie.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a bit <laughs> weird. Go, try to get your kid knit so you can get your kicks.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> Going into the school, who's, who's got the cleanest hair here?
2: Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't stop touching my hair right now, and it's really clean right oh, now.
1: I just pictured little Susie in the hairdressers, like going, Why aren't you drying my hair? And they're like fumigating the place as you're walking <laughs> that <it>? out. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing like COVID masks back in the days.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Do you remember your first experience at the hairdressers? Oh, uh,
3: gosh, I remember crying because I, I used to have. I braids like the first five years of my life, my life so I remember I think crying whenever when I got my first like proper haircut at the barbers because it was all new to me I, m- I remember crying but that, that, that's what I remember I just remember crying and then my mum taking me back I mean we lived like so at the time we were living in Greenford and we went all the way to somewhere in Wilsdon which is like a long journey Yeah, uh, and I, m- I remember thinking why are we coming all this way for me to just end up crying because is some proper bullshit
2: <laughs> <laughs> Traumatic experience.
3: Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just, I just remember crying at the barber's. Why was it so far away? I don't. I don't know.
2: It'll be a good barber's. We be like, like boy guys will travel for barbers. I don't know if I'm just being really like stereotypical here, but
1: no, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do like You that.
2: travel. You do mileage. Serious mileage <laughs> to get a good haircut. <laughs>
1: I'm growing my hair. You can see, yeah, I can it. see it. it's around. coming Ooh. through. What
2: are you going for? What, what, how long are we going?
1: Just hair. <laughs> Just hair in general. Just any. Just hair. I've been shaving it since the lockdown. So the uh, the second week into lockdown, I shaved my hair off. I did a Britney, and now now coming out of it, maybe I'm gonna let it grow again.
2: Talking about Britney, has anyone watched her documentary yet?
1: I didn't know yeah. she had a documentary.
2: Oh what? my gosh. Oh, it's, Ugh. oh gosh, it's, 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 good viewing.
1: <laughs> oh, hashtag free, you don't know hashtag free Britney, what is wrong with
2: Britney? you? Britney? Well, Come on. Well, she,
1: she trapped. She what? She she's trapped. kind
3: of she's trapped. trapped.
1: Yeah, she's trapped.
3: Where? She has. Where? Yeah. Well has, you As explain, explain it,
2: you'll explain it better. Basically, she,
1: um, she, her dad, what, what's the word?
2: It's not a censorship, conserva- conservatorship or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, conservatorship. Uh, her dad basically controls her and she wants to uh him to not have control over her. She does, I think she still doesn't mind having the conservatorship I'm gonna I'm gonna find uh, out. If she this doesn't is a want way. her dad. Yeah. She doesn't want her dad to be over her anymore. So everybody's been doing like hashtag free Britney and when Pete, when she posts videos of her like spinning around or something, people are like, There's clues in this, there's clues in a, like okay, in her, wait, she's sending uh, messages when you
3: say her dad controls it what as in like controls everything she does or her music what do you mean
1: uh, everything controls her m- music her life how she spends her money it controls her money like she can't l- she can't do anything without his permission why not it's basically for people who aren't of fit mind yeah. they have somebody who like Oh, Take care of them uh. so The thing is they're say, She's saying Well everybody's saying like She can do A residency at Vegas But she can't Go to the shop Yeah
2: it's crazy Absolutely crazy Yeah she
1: can't control her money So
2: uh, um, It's really sad Yes this
1: has been a big Free Britney she, She's still making music Probably Not anymore not, she until, not? not until this is over Oh
2: until she gets free
1: Yeah she's not doing anything Until this, she becomes free Oh uh. There you go
2: Imagine being an adult Trapped <laughs> It's like all of us right now <laughs> <laughs> maybe not every movement yeah. trap Well, we kind of are trapped because we're getting t- geotagged everywhere we go and stuff like that as well so we're kind of t- we're kind of trapped without even knowing we're trapped at this moment in time
1: well you yeah. are with your microchip Susie trapped by Bill Gates <laughs> yeah you're more owned by Bill Gates than
2: trapped Oh Bill <laughs> 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 Bill anyway let's move on to our story of the week because we're blabbing on about random ship this week all it says in my sheet is that Billy's got a story for us this week. So tell us your story, Billy.
1: Oh. Ooh. Ooh.
2: Billy's got a story. Ooh. Billy's got a story.
1: Interested. Uh, okay, well, no, the story is coming from California this week. Okay. You know? So uh, we're in the world of Zooms and working remotely, uh, but a plastic surgeon decided to turn up to his virtual court hearing while operating on a patient. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Scott Green was summoned to a court hearing via Zoom for traffic violation, but when he logged on, He was in the operating room wearing surgical scrubs and with a medical, with uh, machinery beeping behind him. The courtroom clerk asked Dr. Green, Are you available for trial? It looks like you're in the middle of an operating room. The doctor confirmed that he was in the middle of surgery but urged the court to proceed. While waiting for the trial to begin, the surgeon continued to work with his head down. The judge then entered the chamber and unsurprisingly postponed the hearing after concerns for his patient's welfare. <laughs> Dr. Green dismissed concerns, saying, I have another surgeon right here who is doing the surgery with me, so I can stand here and allow them to do the surgery also. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do you feel about that? Have
2: you watched the video?
1: I've watched the video, yeah. There's a video? Yeah, there's a video. You've not seen the video? No.
2: It's like it's like one of those... Um, did you see the video when the guy got stuck as a pussycat? cat? <laughs> on the Zoom call where he's like he put on a he put on a a background but it was a cat and it was a court hearing I think in the same it was the kind of same situation <laughs> as this but his thing wouldn't change and he was like I'm trying to change it and he's like eyes are like <laughs> flickering all over the place. He's realized that he's a cat. It's like that situation, it's like a formal situation in which he should yeah. be treated in a formal way but the actual surgeon clearly doesn't give a fuck about the fact that he's been given a parking ticket. Like, he's just like, oh, you're getting in my way today. I'm just going to, you're just going to have to deal with how I am going to come up, come to court. And the sheriff's just like, nah, I'm not having any of it. We're not, we're not doing this well. you're operating on someone. <laughs> it's funny. First of all, I
3: mean, my, my, my immediate question is, um, like, how can you do, like, court um, cases and stuff via Zoom? Because what, what if you've got shit Wi-Fi? Then you're fucked.
1: Yeah, well, I, I guess you have to have good Wi-Fi.
2: <laughs> Imagine people like properly being like, "Sorry, I didn't hear that." You're guilty, and then people be like, <laughs> 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 like, like pretending like, "No, not guilty." Yes, thank you.
3: <laughs> can you. That sounded like innocent. Yeah. Was well, that innocent? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll log <love laughs> off now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My dad actually got called up for jury service, but it never actually happened um during it. But he was he was asked to attend um the local cinema. They were actually he was a member of the jury and he was to sit in the cinema and watch the court case from the court on a big live screen, but he never got picked. I was actually quite excited for him because I was like, that's cool. Hopefully you get a good one of the comfy seats and you can just sit there all day. And I was like, I'm gonna fall asleep. I'll end up falling asleep.
1: Oh. I always fall asleep I always fall asleep at the cinema if that was me I'd be fast asleep at the cinema I'd be like and I wouldn't be anybody because they probably have to distance you so there probably wasn't anybody even near enough that can nudge you like you literally will wake everybody up by giving a big (sighs) Oh, you were like deep in deep, deep in it before somebody
3: actually able to come over to wake you up. Have you ever done that? You ever done that? Have, have oh. you ever woke yourself up from like the noise you make when you sleep?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's really scary. I mean you told us a couple of weeks ago you woke yourself up by a fire.
3: Yeah, this when um what was it? I think it was when when my girlfriend had COVID, she was we in separate rooms. Um and I woke up a noise woke me up and I thought it was my girlfriend next door and then Smell hit me. I was like, "Oh no, that was me. That was that's definitely <laughs> me." Like, "Shit, Woo, that is me."
2: Have you ever have you ever made the little noise? Do you like have you ever done this where you like you're going to sleep and you're getting to sleep and then all of a sudden you make a wee noise like, "Oh." <laughs> have <laughs> <laughs> <wakes> you ever? And <laughs> it's the weirdest I just <laughs> <laughs>
3: What are you doing, Nathan? What are you? What are you
2: dreaming
1: about? Are you, <laughs> why are you? Why are you?
2: Mini Sleep
1: Oh <my> god! <laughs> oh, or it's when, when you're like uh, asleep somewhere in the pub, public on a, on the train or something, and you do you wake yourself up and go. <clears throat> <clears throat> Like I <laughs> know I was coughing. I wasn't a it was, I was a snort.
2: I can't sleep in public like that. I don't I like c I, I can't
3: so this one time I was on the train, um I was I was, I was gigging late. Right? So I was I was out till late. I had to get the morning train back, so I'd been awake all night, right? It's about six in the morning, people are going to work. Uh I fell asleep on the train, um and then I woke up when the station when the train got to the end, end of the line where the Waterloo where it was, and there was no one sitting next to me. I was like, why not? What what, what was I doing? Then I realised I was sleeping literally like this, facing people, <laughs> with drool, drool coming out of my mouth. I was like, "Oh, that's hmm. why the scene next to was empty." <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was really tired. Have you
2: ever fallen asleep on the train and ended up like at the last stop by accident? Was that was that that situation? Or were you supposed to be going to Waterloo?
3: Yeah, I, I was supposed to be going to. Waterloo, where wherever where the inn was, I was going to be going
2: there. Me and my friends went on a night out uh, to the box in Soho, and it was my friend Robert's birthday, and we are absolutely steaming. This is when I used to drink, because they just give you free drink and stuff. So absolutely steaming. And one of my friends, she, said, she lived on the... She actually lived at that time on the Victoria line, and she lived, I think she lived, like, South London type thing, but for some reason she ended up in the Piccadilly line and she walked up at Heathrow Airport. Oh, shit. <laughs> she walked up at Heathrow Airport from Heathrow <laughs> the Box in oh, That's how drunk she was. Yes. <laughs> and someone had to come and get her from Heathrow. <laughs> and she was totally, like, dressed, like, proper oh, glammed up. She looked like a, a ginger, Oh, well, she looked like Ziggy Stardust because it's quite a trendy place, like, the box. Like, everyone's up to all sorts in it. And she's like, just like that, standing at the airport She'd fallen asleep that much. But anyway, yeah, I've oh never really done man. that. I couldn't do that. I couldn't fall asleep like that. I'm like the person that's like, wake up, wake up. Come on, we're going to miss the stop. Like, that's me. I I
1: always fall asleep. I fell asleep. I worked, when I lived in Australia, I fell asleep once I was opening. I'd been out the night before and I was opening a shop. I worked in the shop and it was like, I had to get two trains to get there. I woke up, I think it was like, two times on each train either end <laughs> I kept falling asleep so I'd wake up I'd be at one end I'd wake up again over the other end then I'd get off the train at the right place then got in the train uh the shop I was two hours late opening the shop oh my god <laughs> <laughs> because I'd fallen asleep so many times I kept I, I was like can't do this again don't do this again don't do this again and I wake up again I'd be right right down the other end of like and I, we're talking like a long train journey every time I was like, arrived from work
2: and you didn't get fired.
1: Well, I opened the shop so I don't know I don't know if I told anybody So no, no customers <laughs> complained
2: about you or anything like that like excuse me, I was there at nine o'clock in the morning waiting for it to open up and like there was no one there. there was no one there. I
3: don't think don't think so Did you ask any questions like oh, two hours are very quiet in in the morning
1: so, yeah, and then no one came.
2: No profit.
1: No one can be to the shop anyway.
3: No
2: takings.
1: <laughs> yeah. Very quiet morning. Very quiet morning.
2: Talking about falling asleep, like in this situation, someone was like obviously lying on the bed asleep, oblivious to the fact that the surgeon that they trusted to Do whatever type of surgery it was. I don't actually know if it tells you what type of surgery is. Was actually doing a court he- <laughs> in a court hearing while they're asleep. Yeah, like how do you feel about that?
1: Be like, Oh, I've had a, I was having a mad dreams, I was having a mad dreams lying there. It sounded like, it sounded like where we I was on a zoom, and like the <laughs> doctor was like, There was a doctor in the zoom, I was like, nah, you were on the zoom, <laughs> you your insides were on the zoom. <laughs> <laughs>
3: If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might
1: be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com
2: slash host. Have any of you two um, had any weird experiences while you have been um, under for surgery have you had any surgery to your body at all or have you been put under anesthetic or whatever before and i mean for me i remember i, I got a colonoscopy <laughs> i'm oversharing a lot today but i got a colonoscopy Look at his face wow. straight, was like- <laughs> <laughs> whoa
3: look. we always go there <laughs> no matter how we always get I there know. <laughs> This podcast is filth, pure filth.
2: They're not meant to give you like mad stuff for a colonoscopy. It should be quite simple. Like it should just be a case of up, up, <laughs> in and out. And, but Susie, Susie, whatever Susie. they gave me Whatever Susie. they gave me, no. I saw rainbows. I saw rainbows that day. I saw rainbows. I don't know whether they gave me, like, ketamine or something like that. Like, I was seeing rainbows for that colour of
3: Susie, that was not a doctor. You were
1: seeing it's a random guy. It's a COVID shot all over again. Yeah, she was in it, was it a parking lot again. Was it in a car park?
2: <laughs> no, I was in the hospital.
1: Just call me daddy, not doctor. <laughs> Now you're about to see
3: rainbows <laughs>
2: oh, <David. laughs> I, I just remember in that real situation That I was in so much shit Like I remember my I couldn't stop talking Like I, I was just like I was like oh my god I can just see all the colours And it's just so, I just kept all like Blah, 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 blah And I just, everything was coming out And I remember <laughs> They brought a They brought a student They brought like this little girl Who was on our, our, our <laughs> What's it called? Work experience play in to watch me while I was getting my colonoscopy. Who was so, fuck
1: <laughs> does work <you> experience?
2: <laughs> so she, she was in watching me, and I remember just looking at her, going, "You're so young, you're such a young little girl, and all that." <laughs> I remember just pure like actual talking shit, and then like, and then I came out of it, and they gave you, they gave, um, they gave me toast and um and tea, and I don't even like tea, but I just remember that. I remember getting toast and tea, and I was like, mm, "I'm not even going to have that. I'd rather have an iron brew," but. I just remember, like, just waking up and I felt so hungover. That's what I felt like. I felt like I went to the hospital and I had, came out with a hangover. I could terribly move the next day. I was rough as fuck from getting a colonoscopy.
1: Wow. <laughs> and then they said, you were like, where's that little girl? I want to say goodbye to her. And they're like, so wasn't little girl.
2: <laughs> Imagine I was completely hallucinating. Maybe it was, like, young me or oh. something thinking take care of your bills or you're going to be here in the future. Oh,
3: this is you, get ready.
2: It's like Scrooge. Oh. Like Scrooge when he's like, they're standing at the side watching like the future self or something. I don't know. Or my past self, I don't know. Watching myself thinking, how did you end up in this situation? with a camera up your arse, you know? <laughs> But by the way, everything's good in that department. There's no problems in that area.
3: I was going to say, what were the results?
2: Results are all, all clear, <laughs> all lovely, moving, moving, moving well. Ticking away. Ticking away. <laughs>
3: they, they found Skittles, that's why you saw rainbows. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> have any of the of <laughs> any of the two of you, uh, Nathan and Billy, have you had any weird surgery experiences like that?
3: <laughs> like that? No, uh, not as
2: weird as Because you had surgery recently, Billy. Did you not have surgery quite recently in your leg or your foot?
1: On my foot, yeah, but i was like uh, that was just an injection. <laughs> <laughs> there was no kids, no skittles, uh, was, no
2: cameras up there, and so. it was in the
1: no no cameras, and it was uh, by a doctor.
0: <laughs> it
2: was definitely by a doctor too it Actually, was a, it was a female <laughs> doctor I remember her little face well mm. What about plastic surgery? How do you feel about plastic surgery? Was he a plastic surgeon? Yeah, I think we'll he
1: was Probably, it's California
2: Oh yeah, everyone's a plastic surgeon What if he gave her like a bad n- nose job Or a boob job or something Because he wasn't concentrating Because He, was he getting gave a her three acne. boobs
3: Like the woman in total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: uh, It's my... It's my voice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What got me with this was like, the judge was really like, no, we'll reschedule, we'll reschedule because he's a doctor. But what if it would been like somebody working in a shop or working... Like, I don't know, being at home with their kids or something. I bet they wouldn't have been treated like that.
2: I don't think he was treating him nicely, though, when he was saying, we'll reschedule. I think he was going, no, we're not going ahead with this right now. You're in the middle of doing your work, and and you're, like, we're We're getting, not we're getting in your way, but we're not conducting this while you are in surgery because we we care about the health of the patient. Plus, he probably thinks he's a bit of a dick, because I honestly believe that surgeon was being a bit of a dick because he just, he was, like, not prioritising the fact that he was given a parking ticket. Like, he was like, he was yeah. kind of just going, well, if you want to give me a parking ticket, then you can just deal with it, well, on my terms, yeah. and this is my terms. I think that, I think the judge wasn't being nice to him. I think he was going, no, we'll reconvenient in this when it's when it suits us, not you. That's what I think, personally, from the judge's attitudes. I was thinking,
3: did the guy, did the doctor, did he do that on purpose to show, hey, listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a doctor, I'm, I'm a good working guy, you can't, you can't, Come on, you can't penalise me. I'm a doctor. Yeah. That kind of thing. Just,
1: he's, yeah. he's a good citizen. I think he. I think. I think he did it. Yeah. Yeah. He's showing off that he's a doctor. That like he was like, look at me. I'm a doctor. And uh, and then he goes. The the judge was like, um, what do you say in the video? He goes, oh, Mister or Doctor. And he's like, yeah, Doctor. Like like your Doctor's fine. It's like, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, you know that they
2: they but they, but they change their name. They lose Doctor would seem they become a. Sur- see, I know this because I used to date a surgeon, right? They lose the doctor part when they become a surgeon and they become a mister again. And it's something to do with in the past when butchers used to... Right, this is getting really sick now, but butchers used to do the job of a surgeon because they could deal with animals. It's something to do with that, I've been told. So it's like they were just mister and the doctors was to like heal people with medicine. Do you know what I mean? And then they did the butchery job. So so they actually lose it and that's probably why he said that. But... The stories that I've heard from Day a surgeon, surgeons are wild. You know, they're wild. Like they do mad stuff you didn't see when you're out. Like, God knows what's going on. They could have parties in there or whatever. Like it's it's wild. And the other thing I was gonna say is he knew someone that had been struck off the register because they found out that he was putting his signature on people's livers. How sick is this? What? So like he was doing liver operations but he was putting the, his initials like as if to like like say this was my work on the liver so he was like scratching a little bit into the liver when he was doing the liver operations and he knew he knew a guy that got struck off the register for doing that so there's mad <laughs> stuff going on and it depends on like whose hands you're in as well like yeah sorry I'm enlightening you to too or much who's stuff
1: whose hands in you whose hands are in
2: you yeah exactly but the fact that he had his co-pilot there, it was like a pilot, and a co-pilot. Like he was just leaving the co-pilot to do the work. That's what he was trying to say. So, like they've always got more than one person in the room. I don't think they can be in the room on their on their own anymore because of stuff like that. It's not safe. God. Sorry to put a dampener on the podcast.
1: No, I just think be like, imagine like you're w- you work with somebody and they're like, "What are you doing?" And they're like, oh, "I just, I just quickly, it's it's my thing." Yeah. I just. <laughs> I just like to initial the it's just it's just something I do I am Banksy what yeah Yeah.
2: like I mean it is a little bit weird but would it affect someone that much if they had someone's initial inside them that they didn't even know like I'm not saying like I'm for the guy or anything but like why 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 would that affect you that much because you wouldn't even know because it's inside you your liver's inside you yeah
3: but what if that damage what if that does like damage to the liver Yeah, it's damaging
1: you.
2: Surely not. He must have been smart enough for it not to do damage. It must be that another doctor or, sorry, another surgeon's maybe looked at it and going, hang on a minute, what's that little mark? And then maybe they've had a scan that had to be seen again and went, hang on a second, that's two or three people that have had a mark in the same place. Do you know what, though? I will will tell you a little story. Like, at the start, (laughs) this is another one to do with my health. At the start of last year, I I had to get an MRI scan done because, um, They looked at my liver. I'd been feeling a certain weight, with like I was poking my belly, and it was sore and stuff like that. I don't know what part your liver's in, but anyway, they wanted me to get a liver, and I got an MRI scan because they noticed that there was like abnormal marks on my liver. And I'd stopped drinking way before then, so well, not way before then, but I didn't drink at that time as well, so it couldn't have been like from drinking. You know, obviously alcohol can super affect your liver and like the function of it, and people don't even realise that. But I got it, and. uh, I actually have, (laughs) funnily enough. They found that on the MRI that I've got like birthmark marks on my liver. So that was the marks. It's nothing to be worried about. But now that I'm thinking about it, maybe that guy has been at my liver and that's his little mark on me. And I'm actually one of them. I've got the microchip that I've got in me now. I've got someone's initials on my liver. I'm not really a real person, guys. (laughs)
3: Right. You are tractor. Oh, wow. Fuck.
2: And I got a colonoscopy and they gave me Ketamine. I think they gave me Ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> you so, are a guinea
3: pig for the human society. Thank you, Susie.
2: I fully believe I am that, by the way. Just to tell you that, I fully believe because I have always been a kid from a young age in which that my mum will literally like, just send me to the doctor for everything. Like some people, if I get a cold or whatever, I'll just, I'll get antibiotics like easy, like other than the next person will be like, right, I'll take limb sip and all that kind of stuff no i'm straight to antibiotics so i just feel like i am some sort of weird tester.
1: <laughs> and look the face you pull after it, you're like mm-hmm, yeah no, i'm just <laughs> telling like
2: you you know how they say yeah. you know how they say reptilians and all that are taking over i'm just being honest on the podcast
1: yeah i, I feel like you're trying to tell us it something it's like is this like a free britney thing are you coding something to, <laughs> us? <Try laughs> to tell us something? No, so.
2: and paisley <laughs> In my American-style house in Paisley.
1: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Oh well.
2: Right. Thank you for listening to an Englishman, an Irishman, and a Scot. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then please leave us a review and a five-star rating. It helps others to find us. And talking of spreading the news. Please tell someone about the podcast and help us reach more people. Please, please, please do that. We want loads of people to hear about the podcast because it's so good. It's really so good. And I've just told everyone about my colonoscopy trip that I had. So, I mean, I'm, I'm putting a lot on the line doing this podcast. It's and a deep it basically- podcast. Very deep, very, very deep. We'll be back with another episode at the same time, the same place next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Can't believe we ended up talking about my asshole again. Oh, how does that even happen? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.